Hey everyone, it's Tony Schiavone. StarCast was incredible. Did you go? Maybe you did, and you didn't get to see everything you wanted to see. Or maybe you missed it, and there's that one part that you wanted to be a part of. Well, we've got great news for you. It's StarCast a la carte. Yes, StarCast a la carte. Starting at just $4.99, you can see a program you missed or maybe one that you wanted to see again. Hey, Conrad and I had a blast bringing What Happened When to StarCast. And who knew that I could sing that well? Or who knew what really happened between Tommy Young and the Barbarian? To be a part of an event that will be talked about for years to come, go to fight.tv and check out all the shows that you can order, all a la carte. Once again, go to fight.tv. Prices start at only $4.99. And thanks very much for being a slapdick. And thanks very much for your great response to StarCast in Chicago during All-In Weekend. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Talking about the great years of World Championship Wrestling, the NWA and Jim Crockett Promotions. Tony and friends thought they win. Look, Shivani's back again. World title split off center stage. Bischoff, Disney Hogan, and Nitro. New World Order and the Crow. Thunder Russo, Arquette Champ, Vinnie Mac, simulcast. Tony's back with Conrad. Not your classy podcast. Watch a long try not to laugh. Lowest rules can't pass. This wasn't the initial plan. Tom Zing's a good looking man. Klondike Bill, make a tear. Tommy, you come over here. Yeah, baby. I want to do the thing that you love never did before. Welcome to What Happened When on the MLW Radio Network with Mr. Tony Schiavone. Oh, wow. Tony, what's going on, man? How are you? We had a fun time at the bachelor party. We sure did, man. Sporting the cat bath shirts. What? You live to tell the tale. Yep. The orchestrator, the master of ceremonies for the bachelor party, Mr. Cassio Kid, he's with us. What do you say, CK? Come on, man. What? <laughs> what? We're gonna be the. Don't want to be. <laughs> we yeah. made it. Okay. Turn around, let me lock you down. Okay, I can't turn. You, know, I got a bad neck. I so was I talking to her. Oh. <laughs> I love you for that. <laughs> <laughs> We've already beat next week's show already. We're only three minutes into this shit. Well, we're excited to be here, man. We're going to be revisiting a Nitro from 2000. This is a shit show with a capital S. Can we agree, Tony? Wow. We we, we, uh, did a Conrad and I did a little prep on this, Cassio, and it's like, oh, my God. And look, I love Vince Russo, but this 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 was like a horror show. 
Wait, did you say horse? Or <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. Prostitute show. Oh, okay. Okay. This is what this was like. This. What was, do you mean? Well, I mean, well, let, okay, we, we're going to have Viagra on the pole match. We're going to have Scott Snyder talk about doing a 69. Okay. Okay. What else do we have in here? That Basically, uh, this sounds like last Friday in Las Vegas to me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Don't act like, you know, how about that time we held him down? <laughs> Stop. Uh, okay. Stop. Stop. Okay. Up, down, up, down. Stop. 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 I, stop. Let's do it your lives. Okay. What's, I, what's great is it's my bachelor party, but everybody was fixated on you. Uh, like, we're going to get Tony down. The only thing party. I remember the bachelor party is going out and eating that big steak. What was her name? <laughs> Here we go. Fire uh, up Nitro number 254. Okay. This went down on July 31st, 2000. Uh, lots of silly nonsense on this. We're going to tease a Judy Bagwell on a pole match in this show. Yes, it's true. It's damn true. Fire <laughs> it up. Nitro number 254, July 31st, 2000. Is Lois still on speaking terms with you? Can we round her up after all yeah, these shenanigans? I guess we can round her up. I don't know. Uh, of course she is because my wife trusts me. Uh, actually, she doesn't listen and just checks the deposits. <laughs> your dog, your dog just got a piece of turkey off, <laughs> off the table. Conrad, chaos in here. Conrad will be back in a minute <laughs> because Ginger just snatched a piece of turkey. She's ate more barbecue than we have today. Look at her. She's, <laughs> She's gnawing away, isn't she? Uh, that's what well, he the said. The turkey was good. You got to admit. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. So, I mean, she just, she's joining the, yeah, joining well, the club. There you go. Bless her heart. Oh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, we're also going to have in this uh, show, this is by the way, is Nitro 254. It aired on July 31st of 2000, just over 18 years ago. My God, over 18 years ago. Good gracious. Yes. And, uh, we also had a Scott Steiner and Kevin Nash in a straight jacket match. Well, sure. We're going to have Kidman and <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this. Kidman and Shane Douglas in a Viagra on a pole match. Uh, and uh, we're also going to have, I guess, uh, uh, Jeff Jarrett's going to be there, Booker T and Sting in an impromptu match. So uh, uh, there's going to be a lot going on in this show. I'm ready if you are. I'm ready, man. So uh, let's bring in Lois. Sweetheart, I love you. I've always loved you. I don't care what Conrad and Cassio Kid said I did out in Las Vegas. It ain't true. Please. Please go ahead and give us a countdown. So, you have Cassio Kid with you, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Judy should have known better. Oh, three, two, one. Hit play. This show starts out with a law tribute. Our, uh, I don't know how many bells we're supposed to sound on this, but our tribute to Gordon Soley, who had passed away earlier, uh, the dean of professional wrestling commentators. Truly deserved to be in the Hall of Fame and truly deserved not have his name attached to this shit show. <laughs> I mean, really, right? That's fair, I guess. We, we start with Gordon Soley, and we, on the same show where we pay homage to Gordon Soley, Cassio, we have a Viagra on a pole match. What the fuck? In fairness, if you would have had a fifth of Smirnoff on a pole match, it would have been more. I, I guess it would have been, yes. I was yes. going to say they were both stiff. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well. Oh my God. <laughs> Here's Booker T, uh -huh. our world champion. Yep. 
He's had quite a run here after winning the belt in July at Bash at the Beach. There he is with his lovely wife, who's going to be a part of the show today as well. The belt has been re-leathered here. It's not on the original brown leather that you remember Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes using. It's uh, black leather, and they actually poked holes in it uh, to put it on different poles. Uh, so you've got like the uh, uh, 49ers, Gold Miners, Rush, and all this sort of silliness. Uh, and you see all the different opponents that he's had to run through. And you're also weaving quite a story here about Kevin Nash wants a shot at the title. Scott Steiner wants a shot at the title. Everybody's gunning for Booker T, including Jeff Jarrett. And they're positioning Booker T to be the top guy here. And I think a lot of people remember that uh, Jeff Jarrett was featured here a lot more under Russo's WCW than ever before. And they're smashing guitars and putting Booker T in the figure four and trying to injure that leg. What do you think about Russo's two favorite sons here, Booker T and Jeff Jarrett being a much bigger part of Nitro? I liked it. I really did. See, I liked this part of what Russo was doing because I thought this was a good little storyline buildup to Booker T and Booker T being the champion and trying to make him bigger than life. Jeff Jarrett was a perfect heel for that. But now we're going to start the angle from earlier today. Old school, white, 7 Series BMW. Mm -hmm. And there's Booker T's wife. And Booker T riding shotgun here at the building. And uh, lots of people are concerned about Booker T's knee because Jeff Jarrett just smashed a balsa wood guitar over it. Books the champ. So, of course, he's got a black and mild because you're all tied. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, this is not the same wife that he has now. Nope. Nope, it's not. Nope. And here's our WCW Monday Nitro open with that exploding vagina WCW logo. How about that rack zoom, man, going back? And we are in Cincinnati, by the way. Ever been to Cincinnati uh, there, uh, Cassio? I have not. Okay, well. Am I missing anything? No, you're not. A lot of good places along the river to eat, but that's about it. Best thing about Cincinnati was the Bengals helmets. That's pretty cool. And, of course, the Reds in 1970. I don't know about that. Okay. The big red machine. So as you can see, uh, we have a... Look at this girl. She gets tired of cheering. They zoom in on her so she'll go nuts. Then she's like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. And she wasn't the only one tired of cheering that night. There's a lot of people who were tired of cheering that night. Vampiro rules. There's Gary Hart in the stands himself. And here he comes. The world heavyweight champion. Suckers. Gots to know Booker T. He's clearly borrowing from The Rock here with the whole $500 shirt routine. I guess these shirts were over at the time, but Book's trying a new look here, uh, presenting himself as the world champion. Got the gold chain and the shades and the fancy shirt, and he's your world champ. But it is weird to me to see him sort of carry the belt out like, I'm not even really sure what to do with it. Right. A lot of times, I mean, obviously when he wrestles, he wears it around his waist, but usually saw a guy like do the old flare tuck or throw it over the shoulder. Over the Booker shoulder. T's just like, oh, I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah. Well, and that's just a, you know what we should have done. We should have said Booker, when you walk out with the belt, this is what you do. You carry it over your shoulder. I mean, how would you explain the, the decision to zoom in on that guy? Clapping? I don't know. It's like Cassio's like uncle. That did look like Kevin Sullivan or Dave Sullivan. That's what I was going to say. It's Evad. That's right. <laughs> but you know, we still had the signs and the fans were responding to Booker. They always responded to Booker. He was a heck of a champion. No doubt about it. I mean, and this, you know, for all the things that Vince Russo gets, you know, bagged on for giving this top guy push. What? It's the blue man group. Calm down. 
Uh, it, you know, this is this is cool that they would do this for Booker T. This is part of Vince Russo's legacy, for better or worse. Did we go to the see the Blue Man Group in Vegas while we were there? Uh, you you didn't. Okay, but you didn't leave you with said the, it was blue the blue ball balls. Group. Group. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I throw a softball and Cassie and Conrad hit it out of the fucking park. Well, thankfully, <laughs> at after, the Huntsville Rec Center. After, Boom! After Friday, everybody knows there's none of those. <laughs> around wow okay well there it's you weird go. you know yeah it is it you is sent it? a mass text out just said the eagle has landed i didn't even really know what that meant <laughs> i did what you sent a mass text out to like 40 people just let said me the check eagle my phone I, let me, it was friday morning probably around 2 a.m atlanta time hmm okay i thought that was a football text i anyway uh where were we here well, Booker T's cutting a promo. What are you laughing about? About everybody who's gunning for his world title, which, uh-huh. by the way, I do think that's the most beautiful world title there ever was. Yeah, that's gorgeous. Uh, you know what I'm thinking? And I want you guys, when we go to do our show live in Nashville, Tennessee, Yes, I'm thinking I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wear a shirt like that. Oh, I think you should definitely. And I think you need to wear it like he does, Yeah, where there's no shirt underneath. I know you like to wear the quote-unquote wife beaters underneath, uh-huh. but I need you to just let the taco meat out. Mm. I wear wife beaters because my nipples have a tendency to protrude. And I, I feel like this is what they would call an overshare. By the okay. way, that's Booker T's wife. I was really thrown off when I watched this because I'm so used to seeing Charmel, right. Booker T's wife, that right. when I saw her and they were referring to her as wife, I was like, well, I don't know if Charmel's going to like this. <laughs> Not realizing, oh, whoa, whoa. Charmel's number two. She got next. Yes, yeah, right. I, I, I didn't put that together here right away. Right. All right. There you see. So I thought that this was a show with very unique signs. Uh, one right there said, Buff is gay. And of course, that says, I'm just reading the sign. That's not me saying anything about well, Buff. I and mean, you did say it. Well, I did. I was reading the fucking sign. Cowboysforangels.com. Uh, stop it. The, yo, Tyler. Tyler. Uh, I don't know. This is where we are. We're just reading signs. Well, yeah. I mean, what the, you know, I. Well, you could just improv the promo. You okay. used to do that. Okay. You were funny. So I, I got this woman in the front row. That's my wife. And I'm going to trade up. That's what I'm going to do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to say? <laughs> I mean, he did, didn't he? Didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I finally got the, I, I finally got the motherfucker speechless. I can't comment on this. Uh, he did. I mean, looks uh, oh. Paisley's gorgeous. <laughs> Everything's fine. Uh, <laughs> the preceding announcement was brought to you by Tony Schiavone. <laughs> Let's go back to reading signs here. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see. There's a Goldberg doll in the background. Look, I don't know anything about Booker T's first wife, but she is not as beautiful as the other one. Lavestia is her name. You're not making this any better, by the way. Lavestia. You're just getting these shovels. Now you're digging a little deeper. Well, thank God for a redneck with a guitar. Lavestia, by the way, does sound like a drug they advertise during NFL games. Okay. You have trouble peeing. Okay, see that? So you rip on her name, and I say she's not as pretty as Paisley, I think and I'm the one that gets the fucking heat. It's more PC to rip on her name than to say she's not as attractive. It's an it's an opinion. No, no, it's well, an observation. There's nothing about our show that's PC. Calm down. Okay, we say slapdicks and okay. whatnot. All right. Hey, speaking of uh, people who need to calm down, yeah, here comes Jeff Jarrett with the balsa wood guitar, and he's got his Home Depot glasses like he's here to uh, cut some wood. Right. 
Or he just stepped. You think he took those from his dad's failed construction company? Uh, don't need nothing to think nobody's dad's. Neither does anybody else. Okay. But he's sweating awfully uh, a lot, isn't he? I I think he did the old Vince so I'm going to go out and pour water on myself before Mm -hmm. I go out. Mm. Mm, Sweating. Mm, Sweating. Well, let me say this. Are you the one that talked about my wife, Jeff Jarrett? Are you the one that said that I traded up? Are you the one that said her name sounded like a drug? Which one are you? You know, listen, let me just freestyle. If you're going to make fun of somebody, maybe it shouldn't be the only person you know who went to prison and could and could <laughs> hurt you real bad. Okay. <laughs> 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 Like Scott Steiner, realistically, yeah. what's he going to do? Not give you your Coca-Cola cake? Wow. However, okay. Booker T, on the okay. other hand, I just, suckers got to know. I just, listen, I, here's the... F- okay. Well, he just took his earring out. I mean, shit's about to get real. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, and, of course, these two have gone at it before, right? I mean, these two wrestled at Bash of the Beach when Booker T won the World Heavyweight Championship. Yep. The famous show where mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan... Mm-hmm. Technically left with the world title, but they decided not to acknowledge that one. Wow. I've always been a fan of uh, Booker T in this era. I still think 98 Booker T is probably my favorite, but even in 2000, I enjoyed this version. But I've never flip flopped on somebody as hard as I have Jeff Jarrett. As a wrestling fan, back when I was just watching and didn't know anybody, I fucking hated Jeff Jarrett like more than anybody else. And now that I actually know him, I'm like, oh, I just didn't know him. He's an okay guy. I mean, I guess that was by design that I hated him. But golly, I hated this motherfucker right here. Well, you know, maybe that says a lot about one of the reasons why we were why we were uh, rolling around in shit at that time. Because maybe a lot of people were like you. They just didn't like Jeff Jarrett. And we kept pushing him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no doubt. I mean, he was your Roman Reigns at the time. Right. Uh-oh. Lights are out, so that means either... Turner forgot to pay the bill mm-hmm. or Sting's here. It's probably the... the. F- it's Sting with a hood on. What the fuck? Is Sting coming? Sting wears um, uh, face paint, but yet here he's got a hood on as well. It's just black cloth with a hole cut in it, which uh, is really all Tony needed this past Friday in my bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not so sure. Okay, someone... T- oh, my God, it's Sting! No, no, hit it right. Uh, oh, my God, it's Sting! That's the way I had to coach him up Friday, too. Come on, hit it right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah. Did, did they think we didn't know who it was while he's wearing I, the stinger tights? Exactly. There's been a thousand fake stings before, so maybe right. that's what they're capitalizing on, but it was so obvious. It's like, what are we even doing at this point? That was an old gimmick. I don't know. Maybe he was Maybe he was ransacking a jewelry store, and he got the call. Come on. It's your turn. <laughs> No, we were just talking earlier that mm-hmm. uh, of all the people who would ransack a jewelry store, Sting's probably not on the list. This mm-hmm. uh, at this point a born again family guy. Now check this scene out here, Cassio. Tony, give us some commentary on what you're seeing here. Okay. Well let me tell you something, Slapdick. I've got these uh guitar in my hand, it's a Gibson, and here's what I'm gonna do with it. I'm gonna hit this woman with it. Oh holy shit. He really fucking crowned her ass, buddy. You messed him with Levastica. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. And is this, was this, uh, is this. It lasts one? more than four to six hours. Consult the doctor. <laughs> and let's go to black. 
And WCW Monday Nitro brought to you in part by LaVestia. And let's see it once again. Whoa. Kaboom. Oh, fuck. So is this, uh, oh man, Busty D, great reaction shot. So we were doing some things right. As the show went on, we continued to do things wrong. But we were the doing. neck brace is not even close to fitting her. What the fuck? It's smothering her? It is the <laughs> most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. They just said, here, put this on and keep going. Now they've got it on correctly. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just awful. He was breathing out of the neck. They might as well have put like a fucking dog thing on, like when you get back from the vet and it's the got the big shame. V. Yeah. God. See you guys talking about her putting a dog thing on and got on. Uh, about the, uh, look, at, look at the way they bill Mark Madden here. TV's yeah. best looking big man. Yes, <laughs> sir. And I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually pretty good looking here. Compared to what? I'm, I'm thin. Compared to Mark Madden. And, and that's why they hired Mark Madden. Yeah, that's right. Since Tony wasn't losing weight, just hire Mark Madden. No, it'll I, work. I lost some weight here. And uh, the bald guy to my right there, of course, Scott Hudson. By, I'm by far, I, I, I'm so good looking here that I don't even have to have my chair higher than these two guys. Here's what I like. You're like, you know what? If we could make me look better, if we could get a fatter guy on my left yeah. and a balder guy on my right. That's right. It was all about me. You know, I've heard that girls do that. Do what? That sometimes, you know, a very attractive girl will go out with a girl that in her mind is less attractive just so she'll get more attention of the two. Right. And that's when I realized that's why Cassio was inviting me to go around with him. <laughs> I made him look less fat. <laughs> so. Was that Tony, true? Tony. And Ke- I did meet Big Booty Judy while I was with Conrad. It's yeah. true. Okay. So, <laughs> wow. God. Speaking of uh, Judy, mm. here comes uh, Buff Bagwell. Yeah. Fast, Sherry. <laughs> and uh, he is on his way to the ring. And they're they're developing a uh, feud with him and Canyon here. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm sure that's going to draw a big bag full of money everybody's going to run off with. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the gist is going to be Judy Bagwell on a pole. Not like the kind of pole that we do sometimes where fans get to vote on what we're talking about, but... You know, Viagra on a pole. Well, how about Buff's mom on a pole? Uh, Canyon, the Wednesday before, attacked Buff Bagwell's mom. And here she comes right now. And <laughs> I almost don't recognize her without a razor in her hand. Oh, wow. Well, you know, we were, you know what? I, again, I love Vince Russo, but what in the fuck are we thinking here? Yeah, she had her own theme music. Yeah, of course she did. Walking good, friend, in the neck brace, too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And he, oh, my God. Here comes be, the, the purveyor of the mafia kick, Big Vito. Huh? Fuck. Big Vito, of course, was uh, formerly in ECW, where he first got some national recognition. And now your broadcast partner is Judy Bagwell. You've come a long way, Tony. You went from Judy Bagwell to Cassio Kid. <laughs> I sure did. <laughs> Lateral move? What are you thinking? <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, it's stair steps. David Crockett, <laughs> Bobby Heenan, Jesse Ventura, Cassio Kid, Judy Bagwell. They're all in my past. Wow. And, and the story they're going to tell here is that Buff Bagwell will not concentrate on the match because mm-hmm. he's so concerned about his mom. Okay. And he's going to stop and check on her every now and again. And there's a good reason why. I mean, this is, well, you've heard the stories. <laughs> Yeah, we've we've told the story, although I'm really not so sure if it's true or not, but we've told the story about what she helped her son with. 
And now he's going to check on her, make sure she's okay. I'm watching you, Mom. Did you know Mom? that he shot his dad? What? Was that? Yeah, he shot his dad. Who shot his dad? Buff Bagwell shot his father. B- with a gun? Yes. <laughs> okay. <God. laughs> well, you never know. I mean, he could have shot some penicillin up his ass to keep him mentioned. Probably needed some. Okay. Like I don't, the okay. Episode on he shot his dad. Now, now, let me ask you this, since you know all this stuff. Did he shoot his dad during this time, before, after? No, when? no. He was much younger. Uh, I think he shot his dad before he got into wrestling. Okay. By accident? Or no, no. It was on purpose in the driveway. How come I never heard that story? I don't know. Maybe because you didn't ever talk to him because he called you. You called him a lackey and he just. Yeah, maybe you know, so. Got his paycheck and ran off with it. Shot his. <laughs> shot his eye. Did you talk at uh, Starcast with him, Tony? No, I didn't. Hmm. I didn't. Hmm. What do you think? Everybody says, hmm. Every time I, every time I bring up Buffett Starcast, everybody goes, hmm. Hmm. What? I don't have anything bad to say. Okay. I mean, look, there's a lot of people that a lot of people that message me on Patron. This is what's the story with Buff at Starcast? What have I said on this show about it? We I don't know. Then that's the story. Okay. It just seems like somebody follows controversy everywhere he goes. I mean, he goes from shooting his dad. Who me? No. I didn't shoot my dad. Look, no. <laughs> But he goes from shooting his dad to he his did shoot his dad. Okay, to his mom shaving his bag. That's true. Okay, to uh, the baby penis and. Uh, well, I'm sorry. He said that again. <laughs> he said that again. What'd you say? The baby, the baby penis and cowboys for angels, or whatever, or angels for cowboys, or whatever. Was that on Cowboys for Angels? Yeah. Uh, he he was on a sh- Cassie. Do you not know the story? He's on a show called Gigolos, but it was highlighting his career as an escort on CowboysForAngels.com, and they shared his unit. And yeah. Tony, I think, suggested that we should sell a hashtag baby dick on Showtime t-shirt. <laughs> no. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. No, I didn't suggest that. We don't owe the trademark to the Showtime logo. So, Anyways, checking on his mom there. Yeah, he was going to beat up the cameraman for getting close to his mom. You know, here's a good idea. Don't bring your mom out if you're concerned about her. Well, you, you know it's a gimmick. Yeah, I know. Just, it's all a gimmick. You're getting real fired up about Yeah, okay. It. It's all a gimmick. Big Vito steals a win. How about that? He's going to run off with a bag of money now. Absolutely. He's Go out of here. <laughs> Fast, Sherry, get out of here. <laughs> oh, Christ. So, he needs to start running right now. <laughs> Joey Janela's in the crowd. <laughs> oh, my God. It's little John. What do we... This is uh, Cassio's cousin, Jody. Oh, Kiwi. <laughs> Kiwi. Is that PCO Quebecer? It's- <laughs> no, that is not PCO. <laughs> My goodness, it's Kiwi or Kiwi. Or- Kiwi. It's Kiwi. Kiwi. And yeah. I feel like my mom has that jacket from Ernest the Cat Miller. Where, why have those house shoes? Those are wh- dirty. Wh- why, mm. though? Oh. oh, go smack his face oh, with it. Laughing. Yeah. Because well, what he's supposed to look, look at him, though, in fairness, like, how could anybody be mad? Yeah, the, the cat didn't give a shit, man. You fuck with him, he puts you in a crazy match. And that was the story. Well, he's he's demanding a match with the artist. And, and I think this might be the only person in wrestling history who has demanded a match with Prince Ikea. Mm. But hey. old Kiwi has, and he's ready. Oh, there you go. Oh, my God. Cassio's cousin, Jody. Paula Paul shock. Whoa. Positively Canyon. 
She was all that. What did she cast him? Pamela Paul Shock. Is right. it Paula Paul Shock? It's Pamela Paul Shock. I don't who the who the fuck knows, but she looked good. They have a lot in common. Who does? Canyon and Pamela Paul Shock. And what would that be? Well, I thought both would have done a, a bigger splash in the WWE. Mm. Like Pamela Paul Shock feels like somebody WWE would be all about. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And Canyon, although he had a WWE run. To me, if you're Vince McMahon, why wouldn't you put him back in the Mortis mask and try to make some money? Like, he made so much money with Rey Mysterio just because of masks. And the Mortis thing, whether it was, you know, silly or fun or whatever, it may not have been a main event gimmick. It still could have been something that could have sold stuff underneath. Hurricane, once upon a time, was one of the top merch sellers for the entire company. It was because of that. By the way, Canyon Cutter on Mean Gene. What the Down fuck? goes Mean Gene. Down goes fucking Mean Gene. Holy shit. And, and here comes uh, Buff oh. running to check and sees that Canyon did this, and he mm-hmm. finds out, mm-hmm. rounds the corner, and there he is, Buff running as usual. Yep, that's right. DDT. Oh man! Hey, this show had a lot. Ooh, this show had a lot going on in it. A didn't ton it? going on. That's one thing that you can give credit for Vince Russo. There's a ton going on, but sometimes a fair criticism is there's too much going on. Yeah, right. Because if there's too much going on. Nothing means anything. Does that make any sense to you? Yes, it does. Yeah. And Speaking here, of nothing meaning anything, here comes the artist formerly known as Prince Ikea. Uh-huh. Now, obviously, they're ripping off with the purple color here, and his name formerly being Prince Ikea. He is the artist formerly known as. Right. Similar to the way Prince changed his name. Right. And who's coming out with him? You can answer me anytime. Go ahead. Answer me. Hello, am I am I in here by myself today? Who's coming out with who? Yeah, <laughs> who's coming out with the artist? It's Paisley. Paisley. It's Paisley, which is Booker T's wife now. Is she not beautiful or what? Yes, she's beautiful. absolutely. She's absolutely gorgeous. Ugh, I just think she she's, started as a nitro girl. As a nitro girl, absolutely, she did. There's that, guy. and and you know that's one thing that Russo Russo did. He used nitro girls. In wrestling angles, and he had them break away from being just nitro girls. This was just a. This was a different era, man. Absolute different era. I was just, you know, Paisley's beautiful. She looks beautiful. Who said she wasn't? Well, absolutely. She was. Billy Silver and the referee, and uh, this kind of. I, I like this. I like this better than the artists or Prince Iakea and the Prince. I like this version of it. He looked more rough and more rugged. He looked, actually looked Samoan here, didn't he? Well, here's the thing. I don't hate him as a performer. I've even told you that I thought you know, he's one of the more interesting unspoken about characters. Mm-hmm. But to me, the idea that you guys are thinking this is going to get people to change the channel from Raw. Right. I don't see it. Well, because look, we didn't have the star power here. And 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 here was here was the here was the cold hard facts about WCW. We could take stars that were established by by the WWF and bring them over to our TV show and they would be stars. But we could not create stars on our own. The closest we came to creating a star on our own was Goldberg. Kevin Nash wasn't a star. We didn't create Kevin Nash or Scott Hall as stars, did we? No. I mean, we created Sting. Him. Yeah. Yeah. 
But, I mean, we brought over Hogan. We brought over Macho Man. We brought over Hall and Nash. We brought over Roddy Piper. It was established stars by the WWE. We could not establish anybody else. These two guys weren't stars. But Vince, on the other hand, in the Attitude Era, established stars. There's no, no question about it. Stunning Steve Austin, Stone Cold. You guys made Cactus Jack. You made Vader. Really? You made Sting. You think we made Cactus Jack? I do. I mean, you think he made himself as in world class? No, I thought he made himself in the WWF. No, well, I mean, he was made as Cactus Jack before he went over, in my okay. opinion. All right. But, I mean, that's just my opinion. But you made Vader. You made Goldberg. Right. You made the Steiners. I mean, I think you could say you made some of those guys, but... Not these two. No. Well, I mean, these guys, in fairness, these guys were never going to be big stars. Right. I mean, there's a reason they never went on to be huge stars in WWE and everybody could say, oh, Vince proved them wrong. No. Did either one of them end up working in the WWE? If they were, it was just developmental for a little bit. They were never on TV doing anything. Right. But, you know, that's that's the roster we had at that time, so we had to make the best out of it. No, I'm not arguing that at all. But it, it is interesting to me that you say you guys couldn't make stars. Why do you think that is? I mean, is the only person capable of making stars Vince McMahon? And if you're not Vince McMahon, you can't make stars? I always thought that. Okay. So Ric Flair, not a star? No. See, you know what you... Dusty Rhodes, not a star? <laughs> Roddy Piper, not I'm a star? I'm talking about this era right here, right now. Okay. So Eric Bischoff couldn't make stars? No. Goldberg didn't count? No. I mean... Not compared to what Vince could do. You're You're producing television here. oh jesus come back on mm. me okay i mean is this is this is this is definitely the era where you just tony shivani right just throwing yes. your hands up and say yes. i can't do anything i was just an announcer back at this time yeah yeah i'm taking the producer check i'm just not you know working. no it was an announcer check okay yeah so you just went to tv you didn't go to the office uh not much no well i mean that's clear i mean look what's on tv <laughs> <laughs> But right now, if this guy rings your doorbell and says he wants to date your daughter, where are you at on it? Yeah, we're, I'm sending Cassio to beat his fucking ass. What I'm doing? <laughs> I can't beat him. He just beat Teddy Bruschi right there in the room. <laughs> uh oh. Process Uh-oh. that as a security guard from WCW <laughs> for Scott Steiner. Exactly. He just murdered. Seriously, it looked like Travis Tritt with hepatitis. <laughs> uh oh. Oh, God. Yeah, go ahead. Beat the fuck out of him. We don't care. What makes a wrestling uh, GM's office are fake ficus trees. (laughs) Yeah. He cleaned it off himself. Well, (laughs) that's a great call. (laughs) To keep him from throwing it off. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly right. When Scott Steiner walks in the building. Just throw all your shit off. Exactly. Make sure everything's nailed down. Because as we know it, at, at, at Starcast, you know he picked up that chair when, after you ran away like a little bitch. He picked up that chair and threw it at you. Oh, Kevin Nash in the house. Well, he's going to get fined. He's really late. Okay, he's really late. Promotional considerations paid for by Medea. Oh, the big wiggle. Oh, oh, holy shit! Oh, is he ever? Oh, my God. It's uh, MIA. Okay. Bombs away. General Hugh G. Rection. Hugh G. Rection. And that's... Uh, the Wall. The Wall. He became a... Lash LaRue. Fucking Lash LaRue's in this? Yep. Where is he? Uh, private. Oh, there he is. Look at that fucking... And there's uh, Loco, <laughs> a.k.a. Chavo. 
<laughs> There's Major Gun. Lash Larue is from uh, Cassia Kids hometown. Yeah, really? Yeah. Yes. You know what? You know what? You you did need. To, you should have beat that motherfucker's ass. <laughs> Take a look at that piece of shit. Wait, are you talking about? By the way, right now Hugh Morris is doing his best Jim Neidhart, is he not? <laughs> I guess he is. But look at this. Hey, Cassie, have you looked up the real Tylene Buck on Twitter? Yeah. 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 She's, uh, what would you say, all the way live? All the way live. Now, Cassie, I think you're going to get a kick out of this. Coming to the ring right now is one of the more underrated wrestlers of all time, Mr. Lance Storm. He's got the United States title around his waist. He's dragging to the ring the hardcore title, which he won the prior week. And he's renamed these belts. Instead of the United States title, now it's the Canadian title. Right. Strong move. And he's renaming the hardcore title now the Saskatchewan Hardcore International title, the SHIT. <laughs> I love Lance Storm, man. He's going to be challenging in just a minute for the Cruiserweight Championships. He'll take on Chavo from MIA. And if he's successful, he's going to be Austin Aries before Austin Aries was a thing. <laughs> He'll have three world title or three championship titles. There it is. Saskatchewan hardcore international <laughs> title. Shit. What? I love this. Could I get serious for a moment? Lance was a good performer, man. Did what? he go on to the WWE? He did. Yes. Good. And he's now, uh, runs a very successful uh, training school, wrestling school where a lot of his guys, you can actually see wrestle for the WWE now, but one of his newest, most high profile students is Ray Mysterio's son. Really? How about that? That is very cool. Cause you know, there's a lot of, there's a, you see a lot of wrestlers these days who say I was trained by so-and-so yeah. and most of the guys who train, I feel most of the guys who train people are just taking their money. Sure. Because unless you can get them booked, what the fuck is good? Is training about, but clearly, if Lance Storm's your trainer, that's legit. That's yeah, apparently, that's right. Yeah. Absolutely. So I don't see why they didn't use Lance at NXT. Let him work down there in the Performance Center. I mean, he's probably enjoying living in Canada and and being self-employed and setting his own hours and making more money. Yeah, if I had to guess, that probably is so. He was a great performer, no question about it. He's that. also a guy who never really needed the check. This is a guy who has a reputation for if he made $100,000 in a year, found a way to wind up with 101. Really? Kind of the Scott Steiner principle. The Scott Steiner, Mick Foley, except when he, his big cash out retirement plan was a wrestling school, not a goddamn Shoney's. <laughs> <laughs> or like with Ole Anderson, a lumber mill in Wisconsin. How did that work? I, he apparently made a lot of money. Good for him. Yeah. He just had a birthday recently. Did he really? I think he's like 76 years old. Wow. I ought to go down and see him. Hey, hypothetically, this is just me and you talking. Yeah. Nobody's listening. You in on Flair's 70th? February. He turned 70 in February? Yeah. Going to do a big party he doesn't know about. Wow. He's not going to listen to this. He won't know. <sighs> Should be fun, though, huh? I don't know. see that? I don't know. Flair 70? Flair so. What are we going to do at Flair 70? Well, we're going to take him to Vegas. <laughs> we're going to we're going to give him the Tony Schiavone treatment. Oh, right. You know. Mm-hmm. In the year 2000 right here, Tony, if somebody said, "Can't wait for Rick Flair's 70th birthday party." Would you believe him? No, I say it'd have been long gone. But it's like Conrad had said, you know, we're not going to celebrate Rick Flair's 70th birthday. We're going to celebrate Zombie Flair's 70th birthday. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Zombie Flair. It's Zombie Flair. Thing. That's right. 
Wow, 70th birthday. Man, these guys are two of the more underrated performers. No question. I don't think Lance Storm's capable of having a bad match. I'm sure he would say it's happened, but I just right. don't know that I've ever seen it. No. It's, I saw we, you and I uh, called one of the uh, ECW pay-per-views. And and it was, was tremendous. Great, yeah, absolutely. Great performer and, and all of it. I, I really liked... Just to let you know, uh, they, they moved us around many places. They moved us, you know, we had our set in the back. You like sitting ringside. I like you? sitting ringside, but I like sitting back like that. Yeah, not yeah. up against it. Not up against the ring. It's right. too close to really see anything, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. And it's too close to where, you know, people would fall on your ass. And, you know, Cactus Jack fell on me one time. Really? Yeah, I had to go to the hospital. What? What happened? Just sprained my arm. <laughs> your whole arm. How does that work? No, just Shoulder, half my just half my elbow, fucking arm, okay? He fell right on my arm and it twisted my arm just like that. Twisted just like and he, and he went to the ER. Went to the ER. Yeah. Did you get an ace bandage or <laughs> I mean, Yeah, I got an a, I got an ace bandage. And then they yeah. put like a sling. I put it in a sling. And they gave me dinosaur bandage. They gave me uh they gave me three Lollipop. years they gave me a three year prescription of Percocet. Okay. <laughs> and then you <laughs> sold them to Jake the Snake. <laughs> <laughs> You made a pretty penny off and, them back in the day. You're the, in direct competition with the DDP's accountability crib. But I did. I'm responsible for the pipe, the pipe, the Percocet pipeline in WCW. Two things happened to me, and they were both during Cactus Jack matches. Number one was Cactus Jack fell on me. I think it was in Savannah at the Clash of the Champions. Hypothetically, if Medusa fell on you, would you have went to the ER? I wouldn't have gone to the ER. I would have said, follow me again. Uh, that happened, number up, one. Down, up, down, squirt. <laughs> okay. That was number one, and number two, the uh, spin uh, the uh, uh, spin a wheel make a deal match with he and uh, Vader. Yeah, remember? Yeah, they bled all over me. I mean, bled, bled. And you in my got eyes. really nervous. Yeah, I did, in my eyes, and got blood in my you eyes. You said you had herpa hepa hip or something. <laughs> well, I got AIDS tested immediately. No, yeah. Let's run through that. No, I got AIDS tested in, in 2016. You thought Vader and Cactus Shack were having <laughs> enough, enough random hookup sex that they had given you no. AIDS? Through the eye. No. no. If The Rock bled on you, if some good-looking Stan Lane bled on you versus Leon White and Mick Foley, like you're fine. No, look. look. It means you, you got some Nabisco in you. That's all that means. <laughs> you, you guys have obviously not had anybody bleed on you before. Have you? No. No. Okay. All right. There you go. So don't. I got a good so don't, run at don't that, go dude. judging me because I had somebody bleed on me. Okay. Is that the most you've ever been injured during your wrestling career? <laughs> That's the most I've been ever. They wanted uh, Vince Russo wanted uh, Tank Abbott to push me, and I said, "Not a fucking chance." That would have been a good story. Yeah, I know you would have loved it, but I didn't do it. I absolutely. He's won. Look, he's just he's the belt what? collector. Yeah, he's, he's right. got another one, right, Conrad? You're exactly right. He's got all three now. All three belts. Did he rename this one? Uh, you know, he did rename WCW. He suggested that it be called, instead of World Championship Wrestling, it be called World Canadian Wrestling. Yeah. This was a cruiserweight belt. Uh, Dave Hancock's. It, it, would, it would be the cruiserweight underling next title. It's probably what it would have been. Is it, let's see, is it yeah, Canadian? Is it Canadian? No, be Cruiserweight. Oh, Cruiserweight. Underling. Underling. Next title, it could have been, possibly. Don't spell that out. Okay. Oh, my God. Here comes Kevin Nash to the ring. Thank God he bailed me out of that joke. And here he comes. He's got that jersey on. Yeah, he sure does. Big fan of number 67. Big fan of number 67. 
what does that 67 have to do with anything? Nobody knows. It, no, it was a, some sort of fashion. Did like uh, no, it wasn't like food. Did Abercrombie and Bitch have like a fashion shirt? Or <laughs> Abercrombie and who? F- Fitch have a fashion shirt with number sixty-seven. <laughs> okay, okay. I was oh looks yeah. I got three titles, motherfucker. Get the fuck away from me. Ooh, so yeah. he he just won another title. So big sexy's gonna fucking ooh lame. What? Why do that? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, again, you just, you just put a guy over and immediately squash him. Exactly. You undo all the good you just he's, did. He's exactly. so good, he's got three of our belts, and <laughs> then he gets smashed exactly. in five seconds. You see, you see uh, Cassio, what I'm hearing here, what I've been hearing here is something I've been hearing for the last 87 episodes. The man who should be promoting wrestling is to my right here. There's no, no I, oh, you, oh it's yeah. True story. Yeah, true story. So, absolutely. You got more on the ball than most of them. Well, what do you think about Kevin Nash? Always putting his right hand in his pocket. There are entire threads on message boards that Kevin Nash can't help but put his hand in his pocket. Okay. Uh, well, you know, some guys rub their hands together. Some guys, you just sometimes when you're talking, you don't know what to do with that hand. Luger knew what to do with it. He always drew lines with the other hand when he was talking. So just putting, I don't know, maybe he's feeling himself off. I don't know. Playing. Oh. I don't know. Maybe there was a hole in the pocket, and he would just. What do you think? That escalated. I, I mean, I asked you. I thought you were his close personal friend. <laughs> no, I, I, no, I'm not a club. I was friendly with him, but I was not a close personal friend. But you went straight to he's he's fingering himself. No, That's just, what you said. I just, I'm just giving the possibilities. Do you know he's alive and can hear this, dude? No, I'm sure he is. He's probably got your home address. I'm sure he does. I'm I'm sure he does. I've lived in the same place for 30 years. By the way, I I heard rumor and innuendo is that listeners on Patron have secured your home address and now send you shit. Yes, they have. As as a matter of fact, that's why I've secured another address for them to send me shit. (laughs) You don't want to come into the house? Uh, No. Are you worried they're going to send some anthrax to Lois? No. No, I just no, but uh, <clears throat> oh, you don't want to keep all the crazy girls no over there. No, that's not. It. They won't say that Tony Schiavone. No, that's not it either. Got that two percent audience. That's that's not it's not it either. Mm-hmm. What is it? I'm getting to it. Here's what it is: the fact that boxes come to my house, and Lois sometimes does not go out of the house until late at night to walk the dogs, or maybe she won't go out of the house for three or four days. And if I'm on the road, the box will stay out there. And I've had shit rained on and everything. So I just send it to another place, and they take care of it for me, and I go and check it out. Lois can't be trusted with your box. Exactly. She can't be trusted with my mail. Wow. So your box is not safe with Lois. Lois Need- abuses your boxes. Hmm. No, no, the mail. I'm Lois- hearing the same thing he's hearing. Oh, Lois- I'm sure you are. Lois lets your box get I'm sure you are. Out. Yeah, fuck. Lois, let your box get too wet. <laughs> so, you need to go somewhere where it's drier. <laughs> right. You like dry box. I'm just just trying to take care of my own business. <laughs> okay. And your boxes have nothing to do with Lois. <laughs> right. Why does he have his hands in his pocket? <laughs> <laughs> so he's got a problem right now about Goldberg saying, I used to be a bouncer and I would beat up the football players in Atlanta and in Detroit. <laughs> and in basketball, which is what I played, 
We didn't slap each other on the ass like in football. Mm-hmm. I'm not a wrestler. I'm not a football player. I'm a fighter. I don't lose fights. I had to beat up PCO in Montreal. <laughs> and now here comes Madeja mm-hmm. and Scott Steiner with a fucking pipe. Wow. An amazing look, isn't it? I, you know, me and you were talking about this off air. I don't uh, think anybody has ever looked like Scott Steiner does right I, now. I agree. I mean, it was like when he's when he's used the word freaks, he was talking about his girls, but he was a freak. I mean, he had a freakish fucking. He looks muscle. like a Mister Olympia candidate. Yep, who knows how to do a hurricane runner? <laughs> That's right. It can make a mean cheeseburger. Apparently, mm-hmm. that's right. So this is going to be the setup, everyone. If if you can remember back eighteen years to where eventually they're going to have a straight jacket match between them. Boy, you're just giving spoilers left and right here. Well, yeah. I mean, it's 18 years ago. It's not like, you know, just it's your memory. And Medasia, man, she looked freaking good, too. And Scott was like, man, you know, saying you piece of shit and motherfucker and things like that, and here they go. And again, uh, here comes Doug Dellinger waddling out. And by the way, one of the security guards here, the one that Scott Steiner, and you're going to get a close-up of his uh, side profile, his face in just a minute, is Chris Harris of uh, the former America's Most Wanted NWA TNA tag team, and then he would go on to be Braden Walker for a cup of coffee in the WWE. So you do have some real WCW security, and then you've got some enhancement guys, some some young guys who want to be oh. a big deal but aren't quite yet. You saw Chris Harris take the bump there. That's yeah. who went down. Well, there's Chris right there, isn't it? Trying to pull yes. him back. Yeah. And, you know, in a pull apart like this, again, there's Chris. Again, Scott Steiner was a a dangerous fucker, man. He would he would just he would he would snap and you just you just never knew what he was going to do next. Welcome back moments ago on WCW Monday Nitro brought to you by Mozzarella Chicken Supreme. <laughs> At Wendy's. Mm. A big pull apart. They need to bring that back, by the way. You like that sandwich? I'd pull it apart. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, there, now, here we go. <clears throat> this is the dumbest segment of the entire show to me. Right. He's, he's demanding a match with Steiner tonight, right now. And Miller doesn't want to give it to him. And then says, you know what? If you're going to do it, here's what you're going to do. Put it, put this on him. This yeah. is a straight jacket, and then just beat him till you get tired. And if you lose, he's gonna beat you till he gets tired. So yeah. go put that on. Well, his desk is still cleared. He didn't pick any yeah, of it right. up after Scott left. He, and it just so happened he had a straight jacket on the floor when a guy right. walked in. That's a true story. Too. That's right. Just his bo- his own box of gimmicks. He's like just in case. Just in case, I'm gonna put a straight jacket in here. Double J slap nuts. Here he comes, baby. Now this is going to be. Uh, if I recall, a candlelick. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't want to ruin the show. Okay, too late. You're gonna be <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be able to sing candy liquor here pretty soon uh, because we got a bag on a pole match and we got man, we got some good looking women coming up here, man. Mm-mm-mm. So here's listen up, slap nuts. You know what? I, I I've been in contact with. Uh, Jeff Jarrett recently. And can you believe he has the audacity to call me slappy? Really? Yeah. 
I mean, he may think that his term slap nuts was cool back then, but it's nothing compared to slap dick. Okay. You think you like dick better than nuts? I, I like the term slap dick better than slap nuts. Okay. That's what I said. No, you didn't. What? You said dick and nuts. You didn't say the word slap. Well, slap is common between the two. Right, right. So, anyway. So far, we've learned you you <laughs> like dick better than nuts, <laughs> and you prefer dry boxes. Uh, Was that a fact? Those are facts. Lois's boxes get too wet for it. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, these well, are- listen, I, say whatever you want. If if I'm alive after what, what happened at Vegas, nothing else bad can you happen. You said a box will come in the middle of the night. <laughs> okay. It did in Vegas. I'll tell you that. <laughs> hey, so, you know what's weird is... We we taught Tony the definition of blanket party in Las Vegas. Now our version is different than the military. Mm. There's a blanket involved. And there's some beating. It's <laughs> a little different. Oh Lord. Oh God. Mm. You look like a big burrito wrapped in that blanket. <laughs> oh, my God. What? what? Well, my God, the lights went out God. again. It's, it's Sting. And he doesn't have a, the hoodie on this time. Or bat. Or graphics. <laughs> or graphics. <laughs> Got the, the lower third there. Eventually. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to have a little impromptu match. Which Process that. Okay. We've got former world champion Jeff Jarrett. Yep. The franchise sting, right? You're not advertising the match a week ahead of time, three days ahead of time, the day of, right? Even a minute before, right? It just happens. You know what that tells you? You can't afford to turn us off, right? Well, I you got to keep it on because we you never know. Turn it on though. <laughs> yeah, that was the trouble. Nobody turned it on. There you go. Stinger split. Oh, he missed. Completely missed. Ooh, man. And I'm not sure the fans are even into this. By the way, I met a guy last week oh boy. who had a nitro ring skirt, like the exact identical style to the ones that we're seeing on the ring right here. Right. Identical to that. Uh-huh. Try to sell it to me. And? Yeah, guess. Guess how much? Guess how much he wanted for a nitro ring skirt from the year 2000. Oh, I would say $2,500. $50,000. Really? No. Are you shitting me? So that's why he's had it since 2000. Yes. You can look at it. It's in the garage on your way out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, fuck. I'm like, dude, this fucking. $50,000? It's from 2000. Ugh. Jesus Christ. It's not a bad looking ring skirt, but 50. 50- no, it's cool. But here's the other thing about ring skirts. Like when you get one, what are you going to do with it? Right. Well, it's so big. How are you right. going to display it? You're that's just, what she said. You're just going to going to put it up in your bedroom, you know. Three walls. What, what Lois could do is she could use it oh, boy. to put over the front patio, keep the box from getting wet. That's an idea. That's a good call. Good call. Box cover. Okay. That's a good call. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? The, I, I kind of like the, the ring skirt and the ring ropes being red and all this stuff. And um, Also, I, I do want to say we've, uh, we've talked a lot about Klondike Bill on this show. Not today. Not this today we was... haven't, but during the course of, of what happened when. Sure. This was the time that he was very, very sick. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, he would uh, later this year pass away in 2000 as we were on our way to uh, 
uh, we were on our way to um, to Australia, and uh, he was very, very sick at this time. He still would show up to work, uh, and he would still come there, but he couldn't do much, and he was just uh, a great man. Wrestling guys, I'm with the chosen one. Rude boy is hardcore. I love, I love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We're back to reading signs. Yeah, just some of those crazy you, signs. You went from a Klondike Bill Memorial to mm-hmm. reading signs, just yes. like that. Yes. I didn't know what the, the 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 best transition would be. I could have gone that one. It that one. It. I could have gone from. A, I, okay, I could have gone from a Klondike Bill Memorial to what the fuck are we looking at? <laughs> <laughs> that is your reaction when you came to my room Friday night. Let, let me ask this. How comfortable would Klondike Bill have been at my bachelor party? Oh, he'd have been four he would have been he would have been in, in the front row. He'd been making sandwiches, wouldn't yes, he? Yes, he would have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He would have he would have been peeling off pieces of lunch meat with his teeth. K Fave the HJ. <laughs> what? What are you trying to say? Okay. <laughs> not, not for me. For okay. You. That's what he would have said. I'd have done. That's where he would have been. God bless. Klondike Speaking of Vegas, have you seen that much cream corn in a room before? <laughs> <laughs> have you? I had, I had oh, personally Lord. not. Uh, this, oh, personally, God. I had not. Yeah. You didn't think it was going to come back out, did you? <laughs> <laughs> but it did. <laughs> Oh, down goes Jarrett. I think I'm going to just start calling action again here. Oh. Oh, he. What was Nicky J trying to do right there? Uh, he Seriously. deserved that. <laughs> he, like, he deserved that. <laughs> he, I mean, oh. Jeff Jarrett learned that on the farm in Tennessee. You don't get behind a goat like that. They will kick. His daddy taught him anything. One. Uh, but Mickey's still getting kicked in the nuts. Still counted two. Wow. <laughs> uh, fans are looking those fans are looking for another run in here. One of the guys who helped build WCW. Yep. One of the guys who helped kill WCW. <laughs> wow. How about Scorpion that? Death Drop, that's gonna get it done. One, One two, two, three, and you see Jeff holding his head. Uh-huh. He's gonna start uh, touching his fingers here like he's hurt for real. Really? We're going to acknowledge it. We're going to keep it moving. Yeah, watch Jarrett. You'll see he's uh, selling it a little bit and touching his fingers. Uh-huh. Like he's got a stinger of some sort. Right. Pardon the pun. Uh-huh. The referee gives he's no fucks. He's out of here. Yeah. So was Jeff really hurt at that time, or he's just selling? I don't know. I think he's selling. Okay. Might be selling. It looked global. like he dropped right on the chair. Yeah, it did. He did not. Oh. What, you got a different angle than we did or something? No, I, <laughs> I, I, I watched it earlier today. Okay. Uh, there's Trainer Danny. He's <laughs> <laughs> so confident about it. No, that's right. Okay. All right, moments ago, let's take a look at another Why angle. He fucks the side, dude. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. No, he missed it completely. Are, are, did you have a different angle? <laughs> Did you have a different angle? No, the same angle you did. Yeah. Obviously. You didn't know you had did research for this show, okay? <laughs> we literally watched it together before you got here. We literally watched it so together. So you had seen the difference. Yes. And who's in the uh, who's in the Bethesda thing? Double J? Bethesda. Yeah, it's the Bethesda Medical Center. They're back. Oh, we're going to hit somebody else with a guitar? By the way, that car holds up. Still looks fantastic. Yeah. 
and this is oh Booker T. It's apparently like a black and mild. Though. Booker T. Is, oh, for it's, uh, uh, could you tell me where the fair. Stooge is? I'm the Stooge, motherfucker. I'm the one everybody hates. No, I'm looking for the other Stooges over there. It's our Stooge office over there. Watch out! I'll stab you in the back as you walk away. He was blocking the load knock, by the way. Well, of course he was. He was looking out. for. He was out looking for blowjobs. There's uh, a chiropractor. <laughs> it's true. What? Chat me up here about Sean Stasiak on the left, who's now a chiropractor, aka Meat. I don't know that you knew that, but he was going to be called Meat. Meat at the WWF, WWF. right? I had heard that. And then that. here comes Chuck Palumbo, uh-huh. who would go on to do a gay wedding with Billy Gunn. I don't know if you knew that or not. Well, wait a minute. Time out. Uh, as a TV show, on a WWE TV show, <laughs> as opposed or, to what? No, or was it a real gay wedding? Well, I mean, what, I mean, what, are, are we? Was it, this is this a wrestling angle you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, by the way, the Undertaker's not really dead. <laughs> Just wanted to mention that. Right. I know because they're How about chronic here with the green lights. Yeah. And the smoke. Oh, blowing the smoke. Yeah. Man. How about that? I mean, it's a cool, it's a cool deal for Chronic. Are you in the loop on Chronic? Uh, the tag team or dope? Oh, you know about the dope and four nineteen? Yes. Oh, tell me about four nineteen. That's dope. Mm. <laughs> that's all. That's all I, mm. Yeah. Is this show just to show how fucking uncool I am? Yes. Is that all? The, okay. Yes. <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, by the way, it says they are the token champions. Oh, the token champions. Okay. Which is great, but no, uh, four twenty. It's supposed to be a drug reference. 420? And changed it a little bit. Okay. 419. 419. But in real life, if you're like, oh, son, it's 419, time to smoke dope, that's, uh, not, that's not accurate. It's 420. Okay. How about this for a little hodgepodge action? Vampiro and the Great Muda. Wow. Tag team. Vampiro, of course, over like Rover, one of the all-time legends in Mexico, and maybe... The first major superstar from Japan in the WWE in in America. Yeah, think? I would think so. I'll never forget you guys let Muda go undefeated Jeez. for what <laughs> felt for what felt like forever, and then you did a tournament at a Starcade, and Flair beat him in like two minutes. Yeah, that was uh, stupid. That's when when I was in the WWF. But you still knew it was stupid. Yes, but you're blaming me for it. You said y'all. Oh, I thought I okay. didn't know y'all was WWE. I'm sorry. Okay, back, I'll, start, I'll start correcting that. Okay, back then it was I was part of WWE. I was. What would it cost for me to get you to wear some pants like Vampiro is wearing here? I I may wear some of what Vampiro is wearing with the shirt like Booker T wore at the next live show we do. Oh, that would be so great. Wouldn't that be great? I, I would love that, especially if you had like some wallet chains and you painted your face up. <laughs> Uh, Jindrak and O'Hare. How about that time you had your face painted with cream corn? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, the velocity. Shut up. Came Shut out. Up. Shut, up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut <laughs> up. Isaac 420. There's the cream corn. <laughs> so who's the ginger referee? Who's the what? The gingerbread man. Oh, I don't know who he is. I don't know. He's reacting to the shots. Well, yeah, he's he like, is. oh. It's like Charles Robinson. Yeah. If he had no soul. <laughs> right. 
Yeah. Well, remember back in I remember back in the day during this Sean O'Hare always looked like a badass to me. He did. I thought Sean O'Hare had a huge upside and unfortunately he's no longer with us. Mm. When did he pass away? Uh I don't know, ten years ago maybe. Really? Maybe less. That's a shame. And I know Brian Adams is no longer with us as well. That's right. Um Vampiro's still here. Right. Uh, screwing up triple A pay per views. <laughs> and did you do see we- that recently? No. So in Mexico, they have what they call Triple Mania, which is like their WrestleMania. It's the biggest Mexican wrestling show for AAA right. every year. Got it. And this year, they had like multiple feeds. Of course, you had your Spanish feed because you know the show was huge there. Right. They did an English commentary version for Twitch. You could just watch it on Twitch. Okay. And your boy Matt Stryker did the play-by-play, and they had Vampira doing color. All right. Well, they were supposed to do a segment where Conan sort of calls him out. And, of course... Those are probably the two biggest legends in the more modern wrestling era down there. Right. And Conan calls them out, but they're supposed to play Back in Black from ACDC, which is probably not licensed because it's Mexico. And then he would approach the ring, get up from the commentary table and approach the ring. But somebody forgot to play the music. Mm. So Vampiro pulls the headset off and says... Put your mic, microphone back to your mouth. There you go. And then he pulls it away again, and he says, hey, mm-hmm. somebody play my music. And he pulls the microphone away again and says, hey, seriously, somebody play my music. Then he just puts the headset back on and says, end of the mic, play my music. And he says it again. <laughs> Will somebody play my music? And then, for the love of fucking God, play my fucking music. And then he does it one more time. Play my fucking music right now. And then they finally do. And then he starts walking to the ring. Wow. But I just thought, of all the ways you can handle that. Yeah, I know. Like, to me, it might even be better if you just get up and walk around the ring, let the heat build. Right. The fans will start reacting. They know what's coming. When you stand up. They'll figure it out. When you approach the ring, they'll figure it out. If you start sure. circling the ring, they'll figure it out. Right. If the production truck figures it out and plays the music, then you get in. And if they don't, you make a lap or two and then get in. Right. But by then, the crowd's built. But as it was, everybody's just waiting, mm. waiting, waiting, wow. waiting. So it made a botchamania, which I'll have to send you a link to. Okay. Which, by the way, I feel like I'm privileged right now. I'm here with half the botchamania panel from StarCast. We had a great time, didn't we? We had a fantastic time. Yes, we did. Yeah. How about the little run-in at the end with Cody Rhodes? Yeah, it was all really good. It was all really good. Had a great time. I feel bad for Great Moda. Just getting jobbed out here. Yeah. I mean, just giving him no offense at all and just squash. Same thing for Vampiro. Yeah, you're right. Well, again, you got a clusterfuck of a match anyway. Yeah, yeah. Dragon screw leg whip. Real question: biggest okay. star in America of all these guys? The guy who would be Adam Bomb and Wrath. The guy who would be Crush, Great Muda, Vampiro, Jindrak, O'Hare. Yeah, it's hard for me to say since I didn't pay attention to much after two thousand and one. But I would think it would be uh, Muda, as far as wrestlers are concerned. Talking about the Great Muda. The great Muta. Yeah. 
Man, that swan tawing from a big dude is yeah. still impressive. That's good. And a lot of length on it, too. Absolutely. That's, That's what, what she, she said. said. Thank you very much. <laughs> We've been hanging out a lot. Yeah, too much. <laughs> oh, God. So who wins the championship here? Well, no. there's, there's a bit of a debate here. Yeah. Is it chronic? Yeah. Or is it the natural-born thrillers? I don't know. It's. A, I guess they give the belts to chronic. Meanwhile, the guys in the face paint have just jobbed out to four guys, right? Yeah, the only thing we know for sure is that Muta lost. Right. Muta. Where did that come from, Cassio? The great Muta? Yes. That sounds like an Alabama pronunciation. Yeah, that's why I called him on one of the first podcasts I was on with you guys. And now they hit the guys with the belt and get a little spit in the face. Mm hmm. A little mist. They're probably blinded forever. Yep. Oh, there's some red mist too. Oh, that's that's hit with the mist. Me no, no, haven't. They did Friday. That was cream corn. (sighs) You guys always going to go back to that, aren't you? Well, listen, you're the one who was trying to party. (laughs) We were telling you slow down. Oh, they're the jams and they're eating the bell. Right. What's funny is Cassio in the back was doing his best Jim Ross impression, yelling. Good God Almighty, he's been broken in half. Stop the damn match. That man's got a family. Oh, she's stomping a mud hole in him and walking it dry. Yeah. He's giving her all he's got. She's tougher than two dollar steak. If he'd have said sassafras, I'd have stopped. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the safe word. That's a safe word. And Conrad was over there doing his Kevin Nash impression, fingering himself in his pocket. <laughs> I did not co-sign that. <laughs> By the way, they just told Ernest Miller. Yeah. Ernest Miller just told Shane Douglas. Yeah, uh, you're in a Viagra on a pole match tonight with Billy Kidman. Right. And to console Shane and calm him down, Tori mm-hmm. says, "You don't need to get up for this match tonight." Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jindrak, bless his heart, he wasn't that good of a talker. You know, he was considered for a spot in Evolution. Uh, Randy Orton, Batista, Ric Flair, Triple H. It almost wasn't Batista. It was almost Jindrak. Wow. Just think. Had it went differently, maybe Jindrak was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Or probably not. Or Spectre. How about uh, Tori Wilson here, as you and Bruce would say, all the way live. Mm. Uh before you got here today, Cassio, Tony posed the question to me. If you had to smell <laughs> one butthole in professional wrestling, who would it be? And I swear it was happening when this entrance happened. And I looked at him and said, if you're going to say Shane Douglas. <laughs> I wasn't going to say Ernest Miller. <laughs> well, what if it was Billy Kidd? By the way, that is the best bottle of Viagra ever. That's right. It's a giant old school, like an old timey medicine bottle. I had snake oil in. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like it's next to the moonshine that just says XXX on the jug. It originally said elixir. <laughs> yes, Acme elixir, <laughs> vanilla extract. Uh. So, by the way, Shane Douglas. Uh, is the second person to say the word shit on this program. Yeah. During the Scott Steiner promo earlier, he said shit. And now Shane's going to say, I'm tired of all this sex tape shit. 
And somebody on commentary, I won't say who, says, oh. by the way, look right behind Shane. It looks like it's Tony Schiavone's cousin cutting a promo. When they get a wide shot, that's Tony Schiavone's promo. Look, look at it. <laughs> that is Adam and Gloria. Look, Apparently that, down there underneath the ring. They are. According to his son. They're trapped. You think I look like that? Yeah. Yes. Oh, you, the, you, He really could have been your cousin. Your cousin. Oh, you guys are full of shit. Speaking of being full of shit, look at this. Kidman. But go Why ahead. Why would I make that up? Well, you, you technically- Why would you make that up? Why? You know, you would never make up anything, would you? No. Nope. Right, see, Cassio knows. I'm a truth teller. I, I get it now. I I know why he invited Cassio here. Okay. I, I didn't. He has a key. <laughs> <laughs> he has a key. Okay. And- did you see him let me in today? <laughs> no. Weird. All of us, I look back. Who the fuck is this? Who the fuck says eating chicken wings? <laughs> Besides Conrad's dog. <laughs> she had the turkey. Uh, now I'm contemplating whether she ate some before I had them. Mm, That's going to be an issue. Ugh. By the way, um, Shane Douglas, to me, will always be, no matter what, an ECW wrestler. Right. That's where I first really became acquainted with him and became a fan of his work. I never really liked his WCW stuff nearly as well. Why do you think that was? Do you think it was the elimination of cursing or? Yeah. I mean, what was it about his ECW character I enjoyed so much? It was so so raw and just was so much really how Shane Douglas really is. And of course, you know, during the EC, if I'm right, during the ECW promos, he hammered Ric Flair a lot, didn't he? Yes, he called him Dick Flair. There you go. So he got he got by with a lot of stuff on ECW, and of course, you know, kids your age at that time loved that stuff. And of course, he had Francine with him too, and that helped. Anything you want to say about that? You no, were I don't want to say anything a list about it. earlier. And- no. This all came up from your round. Your, oh, I love that move right there. It reminds me of like uh, the the old Mister Perfect, yeah, neck breaker. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think he did it the opposite direction, but it's still awesome. Called the franchiser, I believe is what we really? call it. Really? Look yes. at you. Yeah. How about this? Rolling suplexes. Very cool. Did you see recently on WWE TV they had a competitor named Cedric Alexander? do a suplex from the ring to the floor and then keep it hooked and then suplex him onto the floor. Did not see that. Never unhooked. Wow. Really something to see. So I I can't remember the rules of this match. I guess it's whoever gets the Viagra. Yes. Whoever gets the Viagra wins, which really up there a second ago. It's been, yeah, but nobody's grabbed the Viagra yet. Yeah. But, uh, but again, it, do they use it right then? Do they hit the other person over there with the bottle? <laughs> what do you mean use it? Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. What does that mean? Use well, it? I'll tell you. I'll tell you what that means. You wait, motherfucker, and see what happens. Billy Kidman is going to have like three of the Nitro girls following. <sighs> Why are you giving spoilers left and right? I don't know. I've never seen. I, I, just, I just think that. Wow. I, I just think that. Um, you know, we got into. We were kind of like overly smutty here. Tony, as they were coming to the ring, you asked who had the best smelling butthole. I didn't. That's a true statement. Okay. Okay. Look at that. <laughs> Science. 
Has it, who has a 10-inch microphone? It's a David Penzer has a 10-inch microphone. <laughs> Those are some creative signs. I think that's accurate. <laughs> wow. Wow. Fisherman Suplex. Why was that called the Fisherman Suplex? Because he hooked a leg. Okay. That was better than what I was going to say. Uh-huh. What were you going to say? I was going to say it was developed by a fisherman back in 1834. <laughs> Yeah, me Captain Vandy Camp. <laughs> uh, Long John Silver. Long John Silver. <laughs> Get it. Yeah. Get um Serious business. If if Tori's your valet, do you need Viagra? I wouldn't think so. But then again, I don't know. Oh, by the way, my our buddy uh and we put it on uh, Patreon, our buddy Paul Bromwell sent me that care package which had blue chews in it. No, it didn't. Oh yes it did. He bought Blue Chew and sent you his drugs. Yeah, he bought Blue Chew. That's prescribed drugs he's sending in. You submitted to a crime right now. That's okay. a felony. He, well, yeah, he shipped it too. So thanks for outing okay. well, I, a member of our fan base listen, who is clearly supporting us. I even showed it on the video. If you would watch the videos I put on Patron, I went, Blue Chews. And Lois says, what are you going to do with that? Well, we'll put some money on your books, Bromwell, when you're in the pen <laughs> for shipping drugs across state lines that aren't prescribed. Okay. By the way, Kidman got oh. the Viagra. Oh, they're everywhere. Wow. And, and not only that, look at this. Cuddy's back on the on the bottle, which is, you know. What do you think was that was in there, Tony? Skittles? No. He just said it was his Percocets from Cactus Jack. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny. I feel like we need a rap instrumental here to Molly Percocets. <laughs> here, here's an idea. Don't use a glass bottle. Jesus, criminy guy. Have you ever heard the song Mask Off from Future, Tony? Uh, no. Mask Off. Fuck it, Mask Off. No. All right. It's going to be something you're going to hear a lot. In the next oh, my months. God. Oh. Well, you know, you know, old slick, slick Johnson out there is trying to crush up that Viagra and snort it. <laughs> pills everywhere, and glass too. That was rude of her. Well, what's 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 franchise trying to do here? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, there you go. Oh, he's chewing them up. He's chewing them up. Oh, oh. Can he overdose on them? <laughs> I don't know. I wonder if A-Rod needed any of those. Whoa. Next up, Tylene Buck. Uh-huh. Applying makeup in the back. <laughs> hey, look. Stacy Keebler. Who's <laughs> probably... A lot of sniffing. Coming up, Nash. With a straight jacket. With a straight jacket. <laughs> Stop that. Oh, and Medasia. <laughs> you told him to stop. He stopped. <laughs> okay. Oh my God, Stacy Keebler could not look bad. I agree. Just could not look bad. I hate my brother-in-law. <laughs> Take this in the ring, girls. Mm. Here's the most disappointing part of the whole show. Put her right head in the toilet. Oh, the shower. Turn it on. <laughs> oh my god I need what is happening I need and she can't even figure out how to turn it on no she can't <laughs> so disappointing yeah uh, yeah see now we go from a whoa 
What was I talking about? Okay. We go from a Viagra, Viagra on a pole match to this. Oh, catering. Oh, yes, sir. And, oh, a Twinkie. She stuffed a Twinkie down her mouth. Sure she did. Calm down, Cassio. <laughs> You're getting a little oh, breathy. Oh, yeah. So, so okay, now listen. <laughs> Stop. What's going on? What's, okay. And a little cake, if you will. Oh, my God. Good she hit God. her for real. Oh, my God. That was serious. That was serious. Yeah, baby. Yeah. So we go to a, a food fight between two voluptuous women. And meanwhile, Wait, what, what they, the fuck's going on David in the ring? David Flair is getting the fuck beat out of him by the wall. <laughs> I have no idea. These guys. <laughs> we might as well take a shot at these guys in the ring. Oh, God. This is one of the members of uh, That's MIA. the wall. Yeah, but he didn't go by the wall at that time. I don't know what he went by, but it wasn't a wall. Oh, my God. Look at those kids trying to reach out. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Wow. Man, I don't know. Anyway. Stacey Keebler with the white... Uh, face mm-hmm. paint. Yeah. Looks like a geisha girl. Mm-hmm. Just like a six foot version. Yeah. Wow. Man, who would have thought? What is Smoochie Boochies, Tony? Uh, that's, that was the line from uh, Mark Madden used that all the time. Wow. So we go from a Viagra on a pole match to this. And so someone puts up a sign that says John 316. <laughs> Uh, trying to save us all. There you go. Thank you very much. Mm. And she wins it. Didn't you know she had a match? <laughs> the guys were in the match. Man, the guys were in the match. Talk about a different Whoa. career path. One of these is going to go on to be, uh, well, just Google it. Whoa. My gosh. I can't believe this is even on TV. I know. That's that's what's... That's the that just. Place is hot. I just can't believe. Are you that, okay, Cassio? Do you need, place is hot. Oh, I just can't believe that this was on TV in a, in a wrestling show. I can't <laughs> no wonder. No wonder we were getting bad. ready to die. I mean, we're talking about uh, eighteen years ago. We're talking about the twenty fourth of September, and less than a year later, we would be out of business. So there you go. Now, Booker T and Sting coming up later on in our main event. But, of course, we still have a... We've had... Yeah, we No. We still have a straight jacket match to go. Now, see, the Billy Kidman's all full of Viagra now. And here's some of the Nitro girls. There's Ms. Jones on the left. There's Baby on my left, on Kidman's right. And I can't remember who the, the girl in the red was, but she was one of the new Nitro girls. So now we're... Uh, and he so offers here. them a ride, yes. and they all agree. Yeah, so he, so what we got in this show is Viagra on a pole match, a, a couple of women in a food fight, and then a gangbang. It's going to happen later on, and we wonder why we were on our ass. I'll be honest. As a 15-year-old boy, I think I would want to watch this. Really? Yeah, I mean, I wasn't 15 here, but if I was, mm-hmm. I think I'd be into this. Boy, and as you might imagine, guys, the uh, 
standards and practices with Turner Broadcasting was not happy with this. Not happy with this. And that's why we. we had what do they think of Medeja's top here? I don't know. Uh, that's why they. What is going on? This is, you know, it's funny because I hadn't seen this show. I was not watching WCW in this era. Right. So I had not seen this show until we watched it earlier. And earlier I was trying to, like, come up with funny anecdotes with you. And Right. But now that I'm watching it back, it's like, dude, there is. When you started this off and say this is a prostitute show, I was like, what right. is he talking about? Man, it is one sexually charged scene after another. It Do you is. think. Russo was just not happy at home or something. No, I don't. I, I I don't know. Russo was trying to do something different, and he succeeded, didn't he? Yeah, but I don't know if it's different in a good. Well, clearly, it's not different in a good way. Well, yeah, I agree. And then you throw the David Arquette thing, and on which, of course, you blame Tony Schiavone for. Are well, you awake no, over there, Cassio? I don't blame Tony Schiavone. Yes, for Okay. You said it was your fault. But it's just, uh, there are a lot of things that, that went wrong at this time. But we had some good performers. As, I mean, we had Booker T. We saw that earlier. Jeff Jarrett. We had Sting. Goldberg. We had some good performers. Scott Steiner. Kevin Nash. I just, but the focus was probably on the wrong thing. He always said, Vince Russo always said it was a variety show. And we had to have something different for everybody. But that's, you're right. This whole show is sexually charged. And it's one of the reasons we invited Cassio here to be with us at this time. I'm worn out over here. Yeah, it is. It's exhausting, isn't it? It's absolutely exhausting. Yeah, now a straight jacket match. And we still got a world title match to go. What's your favorite straight jacket match? This is the only one I ever remember. <laughs> By the way, to start this match off scott steiner came in and talked about uh nothing could be finer than the 69er with scott steiner yeah and now this is like when he walks over to us i'm literally like shitting in my pants here literally literally because this guy's fucking scary but, but literally means it came out oh yeah it came out okay I know what literally means. Like a okay. little bit or a full blown <laughs> Well, I wasn't a full blown turd. You were just painting cotton back there. <laughs> yeah, that's right, exactly right. Okay. I'm thinking that Lord of mercy, he's gonna do something. Because he's he was a dangerous guy, man. He just Scott Scott was a worker and is a worker, but he always took it a step too far. Uh but he never put his hands on you. Uh no, because I was always one step ahead. He didn't even fall on you like Cactus Jack. <laughs> no, he didn't fall on me like Cactus Jack. When you sprained your arm? No, yeah, when I sprained my arm and had to take Percocets for it. And then, of course, he bled on me You know, a couple of years later. At Halloween. Tony, in real life, have you ever crotch chopped somebody? No. What's this morning? No. Can we fix that? No, I mean, I wasn't a member of the outs. What is she doing? She's grabbing Kevin Nash's hair. There's no referee in this match, I don't oh. know if you've noticed. Okay. Literally, the only rule is put the straight jacket on the other guy and then beat him till you get tired. All right. <laughs> that's, okay, that's it. No referee. Which I feel like is what Cassio's instructions were so, Thursday night in Vegas. Beat him till you get tired, ladies. <laughs> mm. So, uh, no referee, but he tried a pin there. Yes. Yeah. 
There is no referee. No, I know there's no referee. I understand that. Okay. <laughs> the guy, the guy up. <laughs> they were flipping him off. That's right. He was, man, he was good. And we, Conrad and I, we saw a show uh, earlier on uh, one of our podcasts. He was good about getting the fans fired up, man. He would jaw with the fans. No, See, you look know, at if, if you're an old school wrestling fan, uh-huh. him jacking with the crowd and being a super heel. It's good stuff. Yeah. And of course, she said, oh, you're just kissing his ass. And I was like, no, I'm, a, I'm able to compliment somebody's work. I can still call him out on bullshit. Right. Well, I think that's what we kind of do here on the show, don't we? Yeah. I mean, listen, most of everything we do is just funny. Haha. I mean, Cassie has been over there trying to whack it for 30 minutes. <laughs> that's why I'm. I didn't know it was a scratch and sniff episode. <laughs> I'll be honest. When, when Tony hit me with that, I was like. I'm repeating that on the show. And he said, you fucking better not. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, nobody will even believe you said that. No, here's the, here's the truth. Now look, he's going to spin some yarn. No, I'm, I'm going to spin a damn yarn. You said it. Said what? You said. <laughs> and I said, no one. She said, come on, Stacy Keebler. I said, no one. You're being weird right okay. now, Tony. And then of course he turns it around on me. Hang on, hang on. Just for <laughs> just for the record. Yeah, for the record. Okay. You're saying right now that you would not? I would not. You just named a name. Okay. <laughs> I would. You're, you're straight up lying. Because <laughs> this conversation was off air, you said, that goddamn, that's Stacey Keebler. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, what is happening? <laughs> and you said, who did you say? I said, I hate my brother-in-law. <laughs> okay. No, you said Tori Wilson is who you said. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's who you said. You're, you're God, a weird this, this show has gone right straight to shit. And the dog to, getting hateful with it. <laughs> well, the, here's the deal. The dog is here running around smelling buttholes. That's what <laughs> dogs do. And I said, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> and, he get, and to my surprise. He's dead. He fucking gave a deadpan answer. I'm clearly uh, uh, fucking around, and he's uh, like, "Oh, Stacey Keebler." I mean, there's right, watch this. This this <laughs> this is not good. I can't believe this oh, happened no. to yeah, you. Yeah, me neither. Oh, the, no. This is not good. It's not gonna, but it's not really gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it is. Here it comes. Oh, no. uh, Jackknife power bomb from Kevin Nash on Medasia. He tried to take care of her. He did. She yeah. crossed her uh, her she arms just, to keep her gimmicks, her flotation devices. Mm-hmm. In hand, but the cameraman knows what he's shooting, and he's going to make sure that he gets the shots that Tony wanted. Wow! But first, here comes Rick Steiner doing the double team, trying to take down Big Sexy. Nearly took a quad with him there. Mm. And Medasia, boy, she. This is chaos. It, it is chaos. This whole show's chaos. Mm. See, there's there's the money shot right there. Uh, this is chaos. Absolutely. I think we've got Cassio's call. Yeah. <laughs> and they're going to put the. This is so dumb. Yeah. They're putting a fucking straight jacket on him, dude. Right. Shut up. And, yeah. I just can't believe this is a real thing. So, to describe what we're seeing here, if you're not doing a watch along, the Steiner brothers. Are, take, are, are working together, cooperating to put a straitjacket onto Kevin Nash. Right. 
Kevin Nash has been hit in the back with a chair and then put in the Steiner recliner. So he's now unconscious. And now they're, and as they're working on him, a fan is going to hit Scott Steiner with some trash. Yeah. Scott's going to flip the fuck out on the fan. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff being thrown in the ring. Yeah, there is a lot of stuff. Different angles. Right. Fans popping Scott the Burt. Watch out. Oh Here we go. Oh, gosh. I'm telling you, he is one. Fuck. Scary dude, man. I don't know how he. Fuck. <laughs> then kicked the fuck out of him. Harry Potter, son. <laughs> yeah, know. Harry Potter. Goldberg stopped suing Napster. Yeah. <laughs> Napster was, uh, was a big time deal in this era. Sure it was. Is she alive? Yes, she's alive. She's on Twitter. Checking. Are you alive? <laughs> hmm. This edition of WCW Monday Nitro is brought to you by Powerbomb we'll, A Woman. When we come back from commercial, <laughs> we open with Powerbomb and a Woman. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> not like not like a Hooventude Powerbomb no. either. Like a seven foot Powerbomb. Yeah. All right, it's time for our main event. Enough with the sex. You ever see Steiner carry somebody down to the bottom of the hotel like that? All your days of traveling? No, never did. Bottom of the what? The hotel. The hotel. Oh, no. So, um, who is this right here? <laughs> this is... <clears throat> here he comes! It's Sting! Sting! One more time. <laughs> no, that's all I got. Yes, sir. My life is weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yours is. Yeah. I, I'm, I make money doing this shit. I just <laughs> Tony Schiavone laid out on my friend's couch, <laughs> yelling, "It's staying!" <laughs> right after he said, "Oh, Stacy Keyboard," <laughs> without question. <laughs> and then I got. And then I got shit at the beginning of this show by saying Booker T's second wife is prettier than his first. What's wrong with that? You well, no. You got shit in your pants. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There's a lot going on in this. <laughs> yeah. And I started this day. You know how I started this day out? I started this day out by sitting down here on this couch and have a ginger jump up on my lap and pissing on me. As soon as Ginger jumps in his lap, he's all that shit. <laughs> and she pissed all she over. She got so excited, she just pissed. Welcome yeah. to the club. Yeah. <laughs> hey, piss, she pissed on Cassio two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Maybe three. <laughs> I feel like we're brothers now. We are. We're brothers. Eskimo brothers. We're brothers and dogs. You are after Thursday anyway. Okay. Though, with the cream corn. Yeah. <laughs> I just we're brothers and corn. I just like to say, uh, my life is complete now, because uh, up until I met you two guys, mm-hmm. I only had four guys to carry my casket, and now I've got six. That's true. <laughs> Who are the other four? <laughs> the other four are going to be uh, Ric Flair. Yeah, he'll, he'll be dead. Have you pitched <laughs> that? Yeah. No, nah, he'll do it. No, are you paying yeah. him? No. <laughs> he just said he won't do anything. That's what you said. Yeah, well, we'll pay him something. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, a couple of friends I work with uh, on the University of Georgia. All right, but just so we're clear, you know Dave Silva and Bruce Pritchard that day are going to be doing a dirty dozen instead of coming to your funeral. <laughs> yeah, I do know that. That's why I don't want them to carry my casket. Is Eric Bi- the funeral home? Would Eric Bischoff qualify? To carry my casket? Yes. I don't think so. I, I, I wasn't. I was. I, I was his employee. I wasn't really friends. I understand. 
Okay. What if we got the other guys from Botchamania? Funches. Funches. No. Funches is too big of a star. Matthew ain't coming over for that. Yeah, Matthew's. And Matthew's too too small to be able to carry a box. <laughs> I mean, he is. He's that big around. God bless him, but he's that big around. Too small to carry a box is the line. Is the line of the day. Just, if it's a box, <laughs> a casket. Okay, down goes, down goes the champ. Sting's going to put him in the Scorpion Deathlock. He's got it hooked in. Seventy-year-old Charles Robinson, the referee, checking in. Oh my God! Oh, he's got the bottom rope. Thank God. By the way, let me just say, Cassia, you're not ready for the end of this nitro. We saw it earlier. It's mm-hmm. fucking something else. Does it involve nostrils and balloon knot? <laughs> No, it's nothing like Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. What's funny is... What's funny? (laughs) Come on. (laughs) I am. I'm trying to think about... Oh, stop it with the butthole thing, would you? Okay, stop it. From a dog conversation. (laughs) Okay. And I couldn't help but think about the time Rock and Roll Express were over, and they were talking about my neighbor's dog. Have I told you that story? No. So they came over years Mm ago, Mm -hmm. and we're downstairs in the bar drinking, and he says, man, what's your, Robert, uh, no, Ricky says, what's your dog's uh, name? I said, I don't have a dog. He said, oh, well, your neighbor's dog, then that little white dog. And I said, oh, I don't know, um, blah, blah, blah. And he said, well, that thing was in your yard. And my camera's picking up all the time. That, that dog just wanders over. And I said, well, sorry if he bothered you guys. He said, no, when we got here, he was, like, licking himself. He was just wearing it out. And Robert said, man, I wish I could do that. And Ricky said, Robert, that dog will bite the shit out of you. <laughs> I don't know why, but it just tickled me. <laughs> The timing of Ricky saying, yes. that dog will bite the shit out of you. <laughs> uh, Ricky Morton was one of the funniest guys ever. He really is. You said it past tense like he's no longer with us. He's still here. <laughs> I, started I said is one of the days. funniest guys ever. You said was. Oh, man. He is funny, though. He is. Cross body. Sting. And Booker T in your main event. This is a worthy Nitro main event. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And your your co-main, you know, even though it was a stupid stipulation. Mm -hmm. uh, By the way, look, someone is trying to carry Sting under the ring. Oh, gosh. They've got him. They've pulled Sting under the ring, under the $50,000 Nitro skirt. (laughs) (laughs) Give me yours right now. You all right? I'm fine. Jeez. I'm just excited. I can tell. <laughs> just, I'm excited to see what's going to happen. But what? What's going on? Looks like he was assaulted. It looked like one half of demolition was under there. <laughs> here comes the axe, and here oh. comes the smasher. Oh, he got gigged under oh, there. Wait, he got gigged. Somebody did a blade job Maybe underneath he hit there. It on the hill, the high hill that was under there. Oh. If Sting blood on you, would you go get checked? <laughs> He's a family man. Yes. Which is. Oh, Sting's going to win the world title here. Well, maybe not. What? Oh, a little Jesus bit of a Christ. botch, but he still made it work. 
Yeah, that's I always love that move though that Booker T would do. Where he'd give him a false sense of security, follow him into the ring, and then do the sunset flip. Mm-hmm. Float over DDT from Sting here. Both men are down. Charles Robinson gives us the count. Best hair in the biz on Charles. Sting makes the cover. Kick out at two. Booker T not going down without a fight. Let's see how many minutes we got left, as any smart wrestling fan knows. Got about three minutes left, so we're about to be cooking with gas here. Okay, let's see what happens. I'm intrigued now. All right, Sting got gigged underneath and was trying the Scorpion Death Drop. And one, one, two, two three. three. There you go. Scorpion Death Drop reversed somehow, turned into the bookend. Dave Penzer hands Charles Robinson, the referee, and your champion still, Booker T, who's now selling the right knee, which has a brace on it. Of course, that's famously where he was attacked. And now Sting goes back under the ring and pulls out who else? Kiss oh, Demon. Oh, my God. God of Thunder. In rock and roll. Last time I was with you guys, he was wrestling in the swamp. That's right. Yeah, that was the last time I was Exactly. Dale Torborg, the Kiss Demon. By the way, on commentary during this show, we heard Mark Madden talking about the Psycho Circus, which I believe was the new... Kiss, album from new, Kiss. New Kiss album, right. And Vampiro's down with totally different face paint from earlier. Earlier he matched uh, the face paint of uh, Great Muda. Now mm-hmm. he looks more like the the Stinger with the face paint, more traditional Vampiro. And like a hillbilly ninja <laughs> creeping down the stairs <laughs> sideways, hillbilly. holding on to the security guards <laughs> with a balsa wood guitar hillbilly ninja. from Hendersonville. <laughs> Double J. <laughs> He, go buy a new guitar he hands the guitar to a fan and then climbs over, grabs a chair, mm-hmm. passes all the white guys and attacks the black guy. <laughs> he really is from Tennessee, folks. Oh, Jesus Christ. Just ran right past all uh, the white dudes and the Asian No, he was, he, was, he, was, up on the he, he was going after the world champion there. That's but he brought he the guitar down and then didn't do anything right. with it yet. He's just hitting him with a chair. It's a bold move, Cotton. Let's see if it works. Okay, out let's see. A lot of face paint in this scenario. It Boy, is. It ever. It's all face paint and Jeff Jarrett and Booker T. So Muda and Vampiro working over Sting yep. as they make their way up the ramp. Yep. And they're not showing us what's to the hard right here. Mm-hmm. Let's see what the big reveal is. And what do you know? Yep. Jeff Jarrett's going to hang Booker T. Oh, my God. This is real. No. no, no, stop. He's got a rope. Something's going to make it stop. Oh, and Lord. P- they're picking Booker T up by okay. the hurt leg. leg. Okay. Now, Jeff Jarrett smells. There is a sarcophagus on stage, a giant tomb. Oh, God. And they've stuck Sting in it. Okay. <clears throat> the lights are coming down. Okay. The Kiss Demon has a torch. We're sacrificing some? Yes. And now he blow. I think he's going to blow fire. He does. He blows fire. Oh. And immediately. Is that the fire extinguisher? <laughs> yes, immediately. It yeah. <laughs> it didn't work. It's still burning. And of course, if you go back and listen to this, you'll hear Tony Giovanni say, and I'm so embarrassed to say, the casket's on fire. The casket's on fire. The casket's on fire. Also a guitar to the injured knee of Booker T. And we go off the air with Sting in a flaming tomb. And Booker T hung from the ceiling attack. He probably never wrestled again. Oh. Well, I mean, he was caught on fire in a tomb. Well, uh, as a recap, 
That show had a little bit of everything. You think? Jesus Christ. We started with Kiwi and the, the artist formerly known as. Yes. And we, we had, had a Viagrama pole match. We had women fight in the catering. We had a woman getting a power bomb, a straight jacket match. You shit your pants. I shit my pants. We had uh, Sting in a casket full of fire. We had, good God, we had a, hill, a food fight. It had a hillbilly with a with a. Uh, Guitar. Balsa wood guitar. Balsa wood guitar. You also saw Booker T's wife hitting the head. Right. But you said one as hot as his next one. You no. did. You said, oh, he traded up. Yeah. Which is really just talking about women like that. That's, no, I just can't believe that. Hey, we did. You might as well power bomb her. You should have. <laughs> you power bombed her feelings. Where's the decency? Uh, okay. Well, hey, it was great talking to both of you guys, but I got to go take a shit. Well, looking at my clock. <laughs> Tony? Yes? It's about that time. It is about that time. And here, one-on-one, Dave Silva going up against Cassio Kid. Dave Silva picks up Cassio Kid. He puts him in a power bomb and cream corns flying out his ass. We're out of time. We'll see you next week. <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with us? <laughs> on what happened when? It smells like cream corn. On the MLW Radio Network and on Patron. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Patreon.com forward slash WHW Monday. Grab yourself a beer and go over and check out Conrad Thompson and Tony Schiavone. They got behind the scenes videos and that office stage puts up new content every week. And by LoisRules.com, still one of the hottest sites on ProWrestlingTees.com to get your t-shirts from What Happened and When, and yours truly. That's one's free. You're welcome. You know, these two slapdicks shit on Lois a ton. But hell, she's my kind of lady. She'll drink a beer better than the best of them. Hell, Lois, give me a swig of that jack you got holding there. Lois Rules, and don't your sorry ass forget it. And by BoxofGimmicks.com. Hey, here's a gimmick for you. The Ringmaster. Fuck that noise. Anyway, boxofgimmicks.com has all sorts of cool stuff. Cozies, grab yourself a tumbler. They even got comfortable pullovers and glassware. Shit, if you want a newborn sporting a doot, doot, doot onesie, they got them. So get your sorry ass over to boxofgimmicks.com. You can sport any of this apparel of what happened and when, what, something to wrestle with, what, and 83 weeks, what, and guess what else, you son bitch? Slap dick theater with your host, Calendars Dumas. Set to make his triumphant return. I'll drink a bit of that. You can check Slapdick Theater out this fall over on Patreon. Also, what happened when it hits the road? Join Conrad and Tony for two live shows. They'll be in Charlotte, North Carolina, the heart of Crockett Country, on Sunday, November 11th at 3 p.m. at the Comedy Zone. Get your tickets at TomZinc.com. And join both of these fat asses in Nashville at Zany's Comedy Club on Sunday, December 16th at 3 p.m. Go to LowKeyBigHog.com. Now give me a hell yeah!